Welcome to the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as Tifa Project for short, a podcast show that features stories and life lessons told by American women of Filipino descent. We're your co-hosts, Jen Amos. And I'm Nani Dominguez. And thank you for joining us. If today's conversation resonates with you, text us and let us know at 415-484-8329. And if you want to show us some love, buy us boba at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jen and Nani. It says coffee, but we love boba. Again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com slash Jen and Nani. Awesome. With that said, thank you all for your love and support. Now let's get into the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as Tifa Project for short. I am your co-host, Jen Amos. And as always, I have Nani Dominguez with me, my co-host. Nani, welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you had a great week. Yes. And again, we are having one of those weeks where it's just Nani and I. I hope we're enough for you. And we are going to be sharing some commentary and some updates. Nani, we have some exciting things going on this weekend. But before we get into that, we want to announce that the last live workshop that we did from one of the incredible women from the Filipino MomCast, Rowan Degia Samuels, also episode 34 on the TifaProject.com. Feel free to check out her episode if you don't know about her yet. But really incredible woman, mother, Filipina psychotherapist. She actually joined us about two weeks ago to present on collective affection, the untold story of Filipinos on love. And Nani, I really loved this conversation. I mean, I just love engaging with Rowan. She has this energy, this vibe about her that just makes me want to keep listening to her. And one thing that I took for granted when we first interviewed her, Nani, was just seeing her facial expressions. When we first interviewed her, it was over the phone, if you remember that. Oh, so yes. long ago. But yes, I do. Watching, yeah. And in watching her present, I was like, wow, like, I just want to see her present more. <laughs> like, she was just like really into it and really enthusiastic about her presentation. But wanted to check in with you. Any initial thoughts or reflections since that live workshop? I agree. I get lost in her IG stories and her <laughs> Instagram reels all the time because she's just so animated when she speaks and she's a good presenter, you know, and yeah, I have, like I mentioned at the end of the workshop, if you guys were able to catch it, I actually have worked with Roanne outside of the podcast after meeting her like a year ago or two years ago, however long that was now. Mm -hmm. I do remember doing that interview. I was traveling in LA and I kicked my friends out of the car <laughs> so that I could oh, have I remember. To <laughs> yeah, they were just like walking around some shopping center for like an hour while we were interviewing Roanne. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope that like Nani doesn't feel so pressured to like stay on. Like, oh no, I was not going to miss that interview for the world. I knew like from the second that I found her that Roanne was someone that I, you know, like you said, when she opens her mouth, you just want to keep listening and really lean into what she's saying. And she's someone that really changed my perspective on therapy. You know, I've tried yeah. therapy before when I was like a teenager um, and it was just through my health insurance. So they paired me with somebody really random and I didn't, you know, feel any kind of connection. I didn't feel any kind of warmth. I didn't feel like that kind of welcoming vibe to want to open up in the first place. And so meeting Roanne really showed me the importance of cultural alignment when it comes to therapy, at least for me. 
as a Filipino American woman, you know, how dire it is to talk to someone or seek guidance from someone who understands your experience, you know, outside of whatever the capacity is that you met them in. So yeah, she's been amazing. She's been a really great addition to my life since we met her. And I'm, you know, just thrilled for any opportunity to share more of her and what she does with you guys. If you guys don't already follow her on Instagram, she posts a lot on there. She's coined, I think at this point, the Pinoy love languages, which if you haven't already heard is basically the five love languages, but Pinoy style. (laughs) So specifically speaking to Filipino American culture and how we like to give and receive love, which I think is something really important that we talked about in our workshop with her two weeks ago is that story of assimilation and the loss of emotional resources Mm -hmm. and how a lot of us don't acknowledge that we've lost the emotional resources to deal with certain things or to navigate certain situations. And so bringing that up, I think was really the highlight of our time with her that day. And yeah, just as you dive into the content that she puts out and what she was sharing that day about self-regulation versus co-regulation, I think it all kind of ties together and it will start to make a lot more sense to you intrinsically once you dive into that content. So yes, please check it out if you have not already. Yeah. And I think another word she's trying to coin right now, which is a good description of co-regulation for our community is collective affection. And so if you miss out on that term and you want to know what she means by collective affection, check out the archive version of that live webinar or that live workshop at biasboba.com. Two things you mentioned, Nani, that I want to add upon. I like how you mentioned just the big difference you found with you know, speaking with a therapist that understands your culture, you know, that can really relate. It actually reminds me of how this goes back to just me, like being stuck out here in the East coast, quote unquote, and trying to like still make it work, like still make new friends and try to adapt. But a couple of days ago, Nani, I caught up with a friend who's known me for years and we hadn't talked for months. And I was updating him on like everything I was going through out here in the East coast. And he knew exactly like what I was going through. He knew the struggle. He's all like, he's like, Jen, you're not crazy. And just kind of like Rowan had mentioned, like you just kind of exhausted your emotional resources. He didn't say it that way. That's how I'm I'm interpreting it, but uh, you're exhausted because you're trying to adapt. You're trying to assimilate. So no one's going to understand your situation And like the way that I do, because I know you and I understand where you're coming from. And although he was not Filipino, the point I'm trying to make is that there's a difference between trying to have like certain people understand you versus people who really do understand you. And I think that's the way you're describing your experience with Rowan. It's one thing to just have, let's say, you know, your everyday therapist or however you want to describe it, but it's so different and so much more I guess, enriching, enriching, is that a word? (laughs) It's so, it's so gratifying when you actually- Yeah. It's so fulfilling when you, you know, end up finding the therapist that actually gets you just like how for me, my friend was able to get me. And while everything I was sharing with everyone else, they didn't understand the way that they did. Like that's the familiarity that the best way I can compare it is like, sometimes like you need to talk to the right person to know that you're not crazy and to know that like your situation is valid. Absolutely. I think when it comes to therapy, it's kind of like a lot of people consider 
personal connections that they have in their lives, whether it's their friends or their family members, their form of therapy. And that's really what therapy should feel like. In my opinion, it shouldn't feel like you're talking to a doctor that's like trying to assess your symptoms and, uh, you know, tell you what's wrong with you. It should be someone who shows you, you know, how to identify what's going on with yourself and only someone who understands on a firsthand level can do that. And that is the way that I've felt about Rowan as my therapist is, you know, it's like talking to an auntie or it's talking to a mom or it's talking to, you know, some version of my grandma. And so again, that like warm kind of like, I don't know what the word is, like very maternal vibe, I guess, is just, it makes all the difference, I think, on top of the cultural aspect of it as well. Yeah. And you know, Nani, that actually gives me hope that we do need women of color in certain, in many spaces, because it's one thing to seek out help from our, let's say white counterparts, but it's so much more fulfilling. Like you said, if you're able to speak to someone who shares the same experience or same background as you. So, you know, shout out to all the women of color, life coaches, coaches, consultants, because you're so needed. And I just love how you can share that personal testimonial. So free advertising for you, Ryan, because we love you. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, it's like, obviously if someone does well or does good, I guess, grammar check, you know, it's, it's, it's important to acknowledge that. And also just again, to thank her and the Filipino mom cast for just being as collaborative and open and willing to, you know, work with us because, you know, the favor gets returned, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they added, you know, they added value, like Rowan added value to our audience and we only want to continue to add value to hers as well. And, you know, I think on our show, we very much believe in the all boats rise with the tide type of mentality. And so, you know, to Rowan, I really appreciate you. The last thing I want to mention is the whole emotional resources concept or the idea that she brought up. And it reminded me of how a lot of my life, I felt like my mom wasn't emotionally available for me. And the thing is in her conversation, in Rowan's conversation, it helped me realize that it's not that my mom was emotionally unavailable, it's that she was emotionally exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she had a lot going on. And I mean, I'm sure that if my mom ever wanted to come on, she would explain her side of the story. But the way that I have interpreted it is that, you know, before we lost my dad, my mom was very emotional. I mean, she was like the discipliner in the house. Like when she was mad, she was mad, you yeah. know? And then after the loss of my dad, she was not like that as, as much. She was more robotic in a sense. And, you know, often my, mm-hmm. I remember my family told me growing up, you know, they said like, oh, she's just living for you guys. She's that's, you're her reason for living, you know? Yeah. And so the way that Rowan explained the whole, like, you know, not having the emotional resources when our parents immigrate here was very profound to me and got me to better, you know, understand my mom and appreciate her. So I just, again, to Rowan, thank you, (laughs) you know, for doing this live workshop with us. And if you all missed out, no worries, even though it's not on YouTube or Facebook anymore, you can get the archive version at biasboba.com and subscribe. Once you join us on biasboba.com, we will give you a special, unique invitation with a unique URL to subscribe to our private podcast, Chistness with Jen and Nani, where you can listen to the archive of this live workshop. Yes. Thank you, Roanne. We love you so much. I think that was a great way to end the individual sessions for our launch of Chismas with Jen and Nani with the Filipino MomCast. I think it's a great starter pack, if you will, <laughs> on the community building that we really intend to do with the community that we have built with the TIFA project so far. And so, you know, if there are 
past guests that we've interviewed that you are excited to hear more about or learn more about what they do and what kind of content they have to share. We're going to be hitting basically the majority of them to share content like that or host workshops on Chismas with Jen and Nani. So again, buy us some boba and you can have (laughs) access to that. And then we do have one more session in this series with the Filipino MomCast coming up soon. I think the date is still TBD because we've got to work with multiple calendars since it will be all five of us together, Mm -hmm. but it will be a roundtable discussion with both Jen and myself and then all three of the nanais from Filipino MomCast. Yes, absolutely. So be on the lookout for that. So Nani, I think it's important for us to tell people how can they be a member, right? Like I know that we often talk about the website and we refer them to biasboba.com, but let me just briefly walk you through that process. So if you join us on biasboba.com, there's two things you can do. You could either just buy us a cup of boba, which we absolutely love. $5 goes a long way. <laughs> or there's another option where you could become a member. And when you become a member, this is really a monthly or a one-time annual commitment to support us financially. And what that does is when you decide to become a member, you get a special invitation. You will get emailed separately an invitation to subscribe to Chismas with Jen and Nani. So as a recap, Chismas with Jen and Nani right now, we are archiving our live workshops, but moving forward, (laughs) we are going to have some real Chismas for you. So Nani, anything you want to add about like the subscribing process or, you know, just anything about the membership side? I think that's helpful to know how it works so that you guys know what happens, you know, when you subscribe to a membership or buy a SPOPA, it's kind of like, okay, now what? But now we just want you to know how it works again and what to expect when you do sign up for the membership. You can expect that email from us with the instructions to download the private podcast, which you will have access to, exclusive access to from then on. And for the first couple of workshops that we're doing, we are making them you know, leaving them up for public accessibility for a limited time until they're archived on Biasboba. But eventually we will be just posting things straight to that platform without the public access or teaser access, I guess. So make sure that you get in on that before that goes away. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. And, you know, in the future, we are going to be sharing some you know, special ways that you could even get access to the membership. And so we're still working that out. But as long as you continue to listen to our, you know, podcast, The Tifa Project, you'll be able to get those updates on how you could actually get a membership, maybe a workaround. We'll see. (laughs) We haven't worked on that yet, but you will hear about it as long as you continue to listen to our show. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. So, you know, typically, Nani, in the recent weeks, we would announce a live workshop that's going to take place tomorrow. But we're taking a break this weekend because we have some speaking engagements starting with today. <laughs> so if you are listening to this first thing in the morning, heads up, we're going to be speaking at the Bulasan Center for Filipino Studies conference today in the afternoon at 3.15 p.m. Pacific time, 6.15 p.m. Eastern time. And we're actually going to be speaking with Stacy Ann Salinas, who was with us for episode 100 of the TIFA project, talking about our academic paper. I'm going to read the title because I love the title. 
Panay podcasters building a self-sustaining community through storytelling, collective healing, learning, and collaboration. So as a reminder, that is today. If you are listening to this and it's not 3.15 yet, you can still (laughs) sign up. In the show notes, actually, we do have a direct link to RSVP to our event. So check that out in the show notes or even in the newsletter that has gone out yesterday because we usually send them out Thursday night. But Nani, any thoughts? Are you excited? Yes, I'm excited. I think that you guys have all heard us at this point talk about this paper and the process that we went through to create it and get here to this milestone in our TIFA career to be presenting it at this research studies conference. And we are, again, just ever grateful to Stacy for pushing us outside of our comfort zone to do this. And it's a pride point for us to be able to share it with you guys now because we have, as we've mentioned many times, worked really hard on it. (laughs) (laughs) We We know we often say we work hard on the show notes and the production of the show, but we worked really hard on this paper. And partly it's because I haven't been in college for over a decade. Nani didn't go finish college. And so we're just like, this was very much out of our comfort zone to do this. So (laughs) humorous. This was truly a labor of love, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it totally was. But like Nani said, we're very proud of it. We're excited to present it today. So if you do catch this before the workshop, once again, the Bulosan Center for Filipino Studies Conference, our workshop is going to take place 3.15 p.m. today, Pacific time, 6.15 p.m. Eastern time. Check out the show notes of this episode right now. Sign up and we would love to see you there. And just, I mean, really this paper is a big love letter to our community and what it means for us to do the show and what it means for you. I mean, what we hope we can inspire in you to do moving forward as you continue to support our show or maybe even start your own. Who knows? But yeah. All right. So that's what's going on today. We hope to see you there. Once again, check out the show notes for that. And then Nani on Sunday, <laughs> again, we have another presentation. We are very fortunate to be speaking at the Asian American Podcasters Association's first annual Asian podcast festival. So this is Sunday, May 30th. We don't know our time yet. I think we'll mention it in the show notes for the exact time when we're going to actually go live if it's not mentioned in our newsletter already. But we are excited to be a part of this inaugural festival to do a live recording, Nani. We're going to do a live 20-minute recording and then a 10-minute Q&A. Any thoughts? Are you excited to do this? (laughs) Yeah, no, I love these opportunities to kind of do these interactive events and work workshops that we can speak and really be in community with our audience and with our other Asian American podcasters. So yeah, I'm excited to present a little bit to you guys, but more so for the q and I think that's what I really enjoy most about these sessions is being able to like speak directly with you guys in real time. Yeah. I think what we're going to secretly do, which is no longer a secret because I'm saying it publicly, is we're (laughs) basically going to have a very condensed version of our presentation of the Panay Podcasters academic paper that we're presenting at the Bulusan Center Filipino Study Conference. And I'm kind of hoping we can, like you said, Anani, like kind of keep it within maybe 15 minutes less so that we could spend the rest of the time doing Q&A because that's what it's about, right? Like if it's going to be live, you know, let's use this opportunity to speak to people and, you know, um, answer the questions. I'm always very curious to know what people have to ask us. (laughs) Me too. So please come hang out with us, you guys. Links to RSVP or to reserve your spot are in the newsletter and the show notes. 
Yes. Awesome. And yeah, we have a pretty busy weekend ahead, Nani. And just one more thing. I want to thank all of our listeners who did take the time to vote our show for the Quill Podcast Awards. We'll keep you updated. If we happen to get nominated, if we happen to be in the top five, we will let you know. Otherwise, this might be the last time you hear me talking about it. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about another, another podcast award coming up. But I love doing these, Nani. I love whenever I hear about these awards to participate because you know, I just think that it's great to get our community involved and say, Hey, if you want to be part of the change, if you want to be part of the representation, like go ahead and nominate us. And so again, we just want to thank you all, just like how you all got us recognized at the first, you know, golden crane podcast awards last year. We're hoping to get another win again. And part of that is with your help. So thank you all again, to those who did take the time to do that. And uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated. But if we don't keep you updated, that probably means we weren't nominated. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, that's pretty much it, Nani. I think that's all the updates we have today. I feel really good about just the pace of our show. I love that, you know, once again, we have slowed down to really focus on being in community with all of you and uh, also deepen, you know, deepen the relationships with the past guests. I'm really excited to be bringing on a good friend of mine who was one of the early guests of our show as well in an upcoming live workshop. So more updates on that. I know just a little teaser, Nani, we're planning on bringing on your dad <laughs> with just Mr. Yes. So any teasers, anything you want to kind of share with the audience, because we talk about your dad a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't even know if he realizes how much we talk about him. He does listen to the show or he did like, you know, when he first found out about it, I think binge listened to a lot of it. I don't know if he did the whole thing, but I don't know if he realizes how <laughs> profound it is for him to be on. Um, but that will be some, like Jen said, we have some real Christmas for you guys coming up. And that is one thing that we have planned yeah. to look forward to. Cause I know if you are a day one listener, you know, all the beans that I've spilled about him on this show and, you know, just how I have reiterated a lot that we've come a long way. So I think it will be really interesting for you guys to get to meet him yeah. and put a face to a name and just spend some time with uh, Filipino dad. <laughs> Be expecting a lot of one word answers and straight faces. <laughs> so dad, I have my questions ready. I got a long list for you because I already know you're going to give me, you're going to hit me with the, yeah, no, I don't know, which is basically one of his answers to every single question I've ever asked him my whole entire life. So I've got my questions ready and I'm going to be trying to pull as much out of him as we possibly can. <laughs> it's okay. I got you, Nani. I'm usually pretty good with people who give me one worded answers. So we'll yeah. see. this might be a challenge for me. I'm excited. Yeah. I think I'm most excited for you guys to meet, you know, cause you guys have not met each other formally yet, but yeah. I feel like he probably feels like he knows you through listening to the <laughs> podcast. And I'm sure you feel like, you know, quite a bit about him after, you know, talking to me for so long and also <laughs> talking to my family and just having a little bit of background on, yeah. on where we come from. <laughs> for sure. I am just so excited to hear his side of the story. I'm yes. excited to hear how he's going to react. I'm excited to hear about his feedback. I'm just, like you said, I'm just excited to hear what he has to say because we've talked about him, you know, and that's really the beauty of Chismas with Jen and Nani. It's, you know, this whole time we made it about other people and we sort of hinted at our lives, but now we're inviting you to be a part of our lives by bringing on people in our family and our, you know, our circle to be able to share their perspective on 
what it's like to, you know, ha- do life with another Filipino American woman, you know? So yeah, um, just really stoked about it. I can't wait. There's other things to come ahead, but in the meantime, Nani, we are just really excited to have all of you get involved and join us in what's going on this weekend. So again, as a recap, the Bulosan Center for Filipino Studies Conference, we are presenting today, 3.15 p.m. Pacific time, 6.15 p.m. Eastern time. Check the show notes for that, as well as the first annual Asian Podcast Festival being held this Sunday, May 30th. We don't know the time yet at the time of this recording, so please check the show notes to see the time specifically or in the newsletter. Other than that, we love you all. Thank you all so much. We hope that you had a great week. So much in store this weekend. So much in store for the upcoming episodes and Chismas with Jen and Nani. Remember, you can reach us and get a hold of us by texting us at 415-484-8329. Or you can check out our website, tforproject.com. Or you can you know learn more about Chismas with Jen and Nani at biasboba.com. All right, that's it. Love you all. And we'll talk to you later. Love you all. Stay tuned. Get a boba. Bye.